Good day to you. Hope you're having a wonderful day. We are reading in the book of Exodus. Now, last time we read Exodus chapter 34. And at the end of chapter 34, well, this was about the uh, the shining face of Moses from where he had beheld the glory of God and he had been in close proximity with God. And I w- want to read you just the last verse here of Chapter 34, and whenever the children of Israel saw the face of Moses, that the skin of Moses' face shone, then Moses would put the veil on his face again until he went in to speak with him. Now, this him was God until he went in to speak with God. He would veil his face because it scared or startled the children of Israel. I think this should have been looked upon as a as a wonderful, glorious thing, but but it it made them afraid. So he covered his face. So now we want to look at Exodus chapter thirty five. I am reading from the Amplified Bible. Moses gathered all the congregation of the sons of Israel together and said to them, "These are the things which the Lord has commanded you to do." For six days work may be done, but the seventh day shall be a holy day for you, a Sabbath of complete rest to the Lord. Whoever does any kind of work on that day shall be put to death. You shall not kindle a fire in any of your dwellings on the Sabbath day. And Moses said to all the congregation of the sons of Israel, This is the thing which the Lord has commanded. Take from among you an offering to the Lord. Whoever has a willing heart, let him bring it as the Lord's offering. Gold, silver, and bronze, blue, purple, and scarlet fabric, fine linen, goat's hair, and ram skins dyed red, and skins of porpoises and acacia wood, and olive oil for the lighting, and balsam, balsam, I should, I'm sorry, I did not say that correctly, balsam, like balsam wood, for the anointing oil, and for the fragrant incense, and onyx stones and other stones to be set for the ephod and the breast piece. Now, I want to mention again, we've mentioned this a few times, I believe, that where it says skins of porpoises, this is most likely otter or beaver skins or some aquatic animal like that it's probably not truly porpoises as porpoises would not have been out in the wilderness there so you know just just remember that sometimes the translation uh, we're using the closest thing we have uh the hebrew word may not be well known now by us so uh the note here actually says hebrew uncertain. So they're a little uncertain of which animal this was, but no doubt it was an aquatic animal of some kind, maybe a beaver or an otter or something along those lines. So now, moving on. Let every skilled and talented man among you come and make everything that the Lord has commanded. The tabernacle, the sacred dwelling of God, its tent and its covering, its hooks, its boards, its bars, its pillars, and its sockets, the Ark of the Covenant and its carrying poles with the mercy seat and the veil 
partition curtain of the screen to hang between the holy place and the holy of holies, the table and its carrying poles and all its utensils and the bread of the divine presence, the showbread, the lampstand also for the light and its utensils and its lamps and the oil for the light, and the altar of incense and its carrying poles, the anointing oil and the fragrant incense, the screen or curtain for the doorway at the entrance of the tabernacle, the altar of burnt offering with its bronze grating, its carrying poles and all its utensils, the wash basin and its base or stand, the court's curtains, its support poles and their sockets, and the curtain for the gate of the courtyard, the pegs of the tabernacle, and the pegs of the court and their cords, the finely woven garments for ministering in the holy place, the holy garments for Aaron the priest, and the garments for his sons to minister as priests. Now, so far, I want you to notice that God is only asking for what folks are willing to give. He says whoever has a willing heart. So he's only asking for people to give what they are willing to give to help in this endeavor to create the tabernacle and to create the priestly robes and things. It's a request, and it's not a requirement, and it's not like he's making anyone do anything. Because God doesn't want to take from us, he wants us to freely and willingly give. And it's just something to understand that even here, back then in the Old Testament, he was still wanting people to give because they wanted to. He was not requiring everything of them. And, and not everyone would have different people might have different resources. So we have to look at it from a realistic standpoint, too, a practical standpoint. I, due to whatever uh, profession or skills I might have, I might have some sort of wood or some sort of oil, but I wouldn't have all of these things, and neither would my neighbor or someone else. Everyone would have different, just like we have different skills, we would probably have different resources that we could donate and give and help out. So, just several things to think about and notice there. Going to continue on. Then all the congregation of the Israelites left Moses' presence. Everyone whose heart stirred him and everyone whose spirit moved him came and brought the Lord's offering to be used for the tent of meeting, for all its service and for the holy garments. Then all whose hearts moved them, both men and women, came and brought brooches, earrings or nose rings, signet rings and necklaces, all jewels of gold, everyone bringing an offering of gold to the Lord. Every man who had in his possession blue or purple or scarlet fabric and fine linen and goat's hair and ram skins dyed red and porpoise skins brought them. Now again, the porpoise skins, we know that was some aquatic animal. We, we are not really sure which. And, and if you think of the old hunting and trapping days, it's something probably akin to an otter or a beaver, something along those lines. 
everyone who could make an offering of silver or bronze brought it as the Lord's offering. Every man who had in his possession acacia wood for any work of the service brought it. All the skilled and talented women spun thread with their hands and brought what they had spun, blue and purple and scarlet fabric and fine linen. All the women whose hearts stirred with a skill spun the goat's hair. The leaders brought onyx stones and other stones to be put in settings for the ephod and for the breastpiece, and spice and olive oil for the light and for the anointing oil and for the fragrant incense. The Israelites, all the men and women whose heart moved them to bring material for all the work which the Lord had commanded through Moses to be done, brought a free will, that means voluntary, a voluntary offering to the Lord. Then Moses said to the Israelites, See the Lord called by name Bezalel, son of Uri, the son of Hur, of the tribe of Judah, and he has filled him with the Spirit of God, with wisdom and skill, with intelligence and understanding, and with knowledge in all areas of craftsmanship, to devise artistic designs to work in gold, silver, and bronze, and in the cutting of stones for setting, and in the carving of wood for work in every skilled craft. He also put in Bezalel's heart the willingness to teach others the same skills. Both he and Aholiab, son of Ahisamach, of the tribe of Dan, he has filled them with skill to do the work of an engraver, of a designer, and of an embroider in blue, purple, and scarlet fabric, and in fine linen, and of a weaver, makers of every work, and embroiders of excellent designs. So not only did God ask for volunteers uh, to donate resources, but then God gives them, okay? He comes and he gives them this person Bezalel, and that's the best I'm going to do pronounce, pronouncing that name. He filled him with the Spirit of God, with the wisdom and skill, with the intelligence and understanding and the knowledge in all these areas of craftsmanship. So God provided the know-how and the skill to be able to do these things. Now, he'd already provided them with all these things Remember, they got a lot of gold and a lot of valuable things when they left Egypt. The people in Egypt actually gave them things. So they had a lot of things from there. And then some of these other things, I'm sure that they they got, like the skins and hides and things like that, they did on their journey in the wilderness, or they brought it with them if they had that already. There was a lot of things here they were using some of those things they were using what they had already. Some of those things they they got probably during this travel a little bit. And then, I, I don't know how much they would have gotten, but I imagine a little bit. And then God gave them the skill and the understanding and the wisdom to be able to make these things. So God was providing every step of the way. He was providing what they needed. He gave them the instructions. He made sure they had the resources. 
and he gave them the know-how. Now, if we want to relate that, come forward and relate that to us, we, according to the New Testament now, we are the temple of God, thus the tabernacle, which was a mobile temple, and he gives us everything we need in the same manner. It's different in a way. It's simpler. He gives us everything we need for our life in the Bible to be able to make ourselves a proper temple, a a holy temple to make us holy and set apart for God. Through the Bible, he gives us the understanding of what we need to know. He teaches us what we need to know to be able to follow him and be a proper temple and a proper vessel for him to live our lives in such a way that it is honorable and right before him and before other people and before other men. That's how we draw other people to God is with our lives and our example. So just something to think about that all this, you can pull and extract from this and reflect that to us today in a lot of ways. Our, our resource, our main resource for God and for his wisdom and everything that he gives us is the Bible. That is where it all comes from and where it all stems from for us. It changes our hearts and makes us into, like I say, a willing and a proper vessel for God. He even has made the way to cleanse us of our sins through the Lord Jesus. He's done all that work for us, and all we have to do is follow the instructions, kind of like they did here. All they needed to do was follow the instructions. And our instructions are even easier. It's mainly just dealing with our own problems and dealing with ourselves and cleaning up our own lives and making ourselves better. And and in the process, that makes us happier people. It makes us better people. And, you know, that reflects outward to others. Anyway, this has been Exodus chapter 35. want to thank you for listening. I hope you have a wonderful day. May God bless you and keep you safe. And remember, God loves you.